Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Be Still and Run. I'm your host, Ali Ann, and today I wanted to share our last uh, episode for April, which we're talking about stretching. Um, in the runner's life, stretching is very important, whether you do the dynamic stretching or the um, static stretching. So like if you do squats or you just hold a position for a while, stretching in general is just very, very important for a runner. And the Christian life is no different. In order for us to draw closer to Christ, we have to be stretched. We have to step out of our comfort zones and obey God wherever he leads us. Otherwise, we will just be dead Christians who have no meaning, we have no purpose, and we're just drawing farther away from God rather than closer to him. So I just wanted to share what I've been learning in this area over the last few months and what God has been doing in my life because I am working on this myself right now and it's sort of a new thing so I didn't want to exactly tell you guys what to do but rather just what I've been doing and then encourage you to do the same. So I will stop jabbering because I do plenty of that in the end of this episode and let you get right to the video. So if you haven't noticed in the scriptures, when God calls somebody or leads somebody to do something, there is normally this hesitation or these thoughts that are going through their mind or these lies or fears. And uh, a lot of times when he calls us to step out of our comfort zone, it's hard. It's There is so many different things going through our minds. And just recently, I'm going to say within the last, I'm going to say since February. So what has that been? February, March, April. So it's been about two and a half months that God has been pulling me out of my comfort zone in so many different ways that it's honestly kind of scary. (laughs) Like, I don't want to say that it is easy when God says go to go or when he leads to do something. It has been very, very difficult for me. A lot of times I literally have to beg God to do what he's asking me to do through me because I have so much fear and it's, it's really just fear. It's fear of what other people are thinking or will think or could think. And then also just fear of what's going to happen or whatever. And just today, actually, God was showing me that fear is what's holding me back and what's making moving forward really difficult because, um, or not because, But he was showing me that and then I was like asking him, how am I going to get out of this? And he brought up the verse about how perfect or there's no fear in perfect love. And then it also says in what is it? I think it's first John two, five. It says that the perfect love is when we are in Christ, when we are knowing Christ, when we are abiding in him. And so he's been encouraging me to 
really just keep my eyes on him, keep focused on him. Because the more I realize how much he loves me, the more I am going to be apt to surrender to his will and obey him. So um, I'm just going to share a little bit about what God has been doing in my life because I feel like I can't exactly tell you how to do something when I am working on it myself. But I felt like since this was the month we were talking about stretching, this was a good topic to share. And so, um, and so in high school, we had to choose what we thought was the most important character quality to have. And at the time, I chose self-control. And the definition that they had was something like immediate obedience to the initial promptings of God's spirit. I figured if you could hear God and obey him, that's all that really mattered in life. That's how I honestly felt at the time. Um, And I knew that being filled with the spirit was something, but I never really understood what that meant until our pastor started speaking about that and we actually switched churches and he started speaking about how just the spirit of God is the, um, just what we're missing in life, in the Christian life and how the fruits of the spirit is what we really crave and if you think about that verse that says the spirit, the spirit that God gives is of power, love, and a sound mind. And that is really important to realize what the Holy Spirit is and then asking him or asking God, can you please fill me with your spirit, pour out your spirit over me. So I have actually been doing this and I cannot explain to you what he has been doing in my heart since then. I have like this mixture of like realizing who I am as a sinner before God and then realizing how holy God is. And it stirs up this mixture of emotion of like, oh, it's like this awe and reverence in my heart for God, realizing what he has done for me and realizing who I am for him to want to do that. And then also just this sadness and grievance, is that a word? But just grieving over my sin. Um, It's like this mixture of like joy with sadness. It's a very weird um, feeling. Um, that has been one of them. And another is just a heart for the, the cross, just a heart for like, I, it always bothered me that the, when I thought of the cross and what God did for me, or when I saw like the passion play that we have in town, or when I, Um, would watch a movie about the crucifixion, it always bothered me that it didn't stir up emotion in me. I was like, this, 
I always thought this should break my heart of what Christ did for me. Why doesn't it? And that has been something that has been changing as well as I pray for God to fill me with his spirit is just this, this brokenness, but gratefulness over what Christ did for me. And then another is a heart for the lost that I've always been bothered by how I just, I kind of just skimmed over the people who are lost and they're going straight to hell. And I was like, why doesn't this bother me? Like, why do I just kind of wave my hand at it like it doesn't matter? And that has been something that has been changing too. Like, I I see all these people as I walk through town or as I'm shopping. And I'm like, all of these poor people. Like, I want to help them all. And obviously I can't do that. God has to be the one to do that. I just have to hear his voice and obey him. But that has been changing as well. And one of the biggest things that has been super difficult is when God actually does tell me to do something. Because a lot of times it is completely out of my comfort zone. Um, So like talking to a stranger or handing a track to somebody, or, um, oh, there's just so many different things, like, moving forward with the vision that he has given me, or just different things, like, sharing something with somebody, even. It has been so uncomfortable, and so, I don't even know, how to explain it. But the uncomfortableness has become worth it because as I obey him, I see what he does and he's doing it through me. And my heart just cries out to God, like, God, use me. Like, I I want you to be able to work through me. I want to continue seeing, like, people's lives changed. Well, I can't say that people's lives are changing through me, but... Um, just the planting of seeds or just being an encouragement, seeing God being able to use me and stepping out of my comfort zone and like God stretching me has like, it's just been very, very, very difficult to the point to where I literally have to tell God, look, if you want me to do this, you're going to have to do it through me, which technically is the simplicity of Christianity. It's realizing, God, I can't do this. Um, It says in John 15, for without him, we can do nothing. But then it also says that uh, I can do all things through Christ with strengtheneth me in Philippians 4.19. I'm actually remembering references. That's very rare. Um, But the, just the, the fact that I... God has put in me a willingness to be used and then just telling him, look, God, I I want you to use me, but you have to do it through me because I do not have strength. I am weak. I'm scared. I don't have courage. And it's just like, God, you have to do this through me. And I just taking leaps of faith and being able to 
throw yourself out there in obedience to God, trusting that he knows what is best. He knows what's going to happen and realizing how much he loves me. That should give me courage to obey him because if we really, really thought about who God is and how much he loves us, why would we be afraid? Like I I often ask myself that it's like, God, you created everything. You did all these things in scripture. I see you working in other people's lives. Why am I so afraid to let you use me? And obviously he's been pointing out different like fears and different lies in my heart that I need to take care of. But just the fact of like, God, you're like this person that I, this holy God that's perfect and knows everything. And I am afraid to obey because of another human or because uh, I might get hurt or all the if, what if this happened or just whatever. It's like, why am I afraid? And what I have actually been noticing is that the simplicity of Christianity, being Christ working in us, if you really think about what God is asking of us, if we were to be able to do it in our human strength, it would bring glory to us and not God. And if our heart's desire is to bring glory to God instead of us, then we really have no choice but to step out of our comfort zone and allow God to work through us. Because if it if we did it, it would be of us. But if God does it through us, then it gives glory to God. So that has been something that I have been working on and what I have been learning and what God has been doing in my heart. And just to end this, I would encourage you to, excuse me, (laughs) to just sit down and realize who God is. Just ask God who he is. Um, Read the gospels, read the 10 commandments, which in all honesty, I thought that I did not break very many of the commandments, that just the Ten Commandments in general. And we had to go through it for an assignment in a small group that we're in. And I was like, wow, like I have committed every single one of these. I am a horrible person. Um, and just I would encourage you to just really sit down and honestly look at the Ten Commandments to realize who you are And then also look at scriptures where it talks about who God is and his holiness and realizing like, oh, wow, God, you love me for who I am, like with who you are. So that would be my encouragement to you guys. And then just decide that when you realize who God is to be wanting a relationship with you to tell God that you either want to surrender your life to him or 
and I'm talking to Christians here, like we can surrender our lives to him when we get saved, but there's a point and some people do it right when they get saved that they just completely surrender everything to God and they start to be obeying him right away. But for some of us, that takes a little bit longer and we literally have to come to a point to where we're like, God, I want to live for you completely. I want to surrender everything to you. I want you to be complete Lord of my life, which doing this requires you to break, um, uh, what's it called? Break bondages and break sin habits and, um, break all of these things in your life and repent of them so that you can have that relationship with God and you can hear from him and you can have the strength because of him to do what he has asked you to do. So something that has been really helping me is just every morning I will go to God and I'll be like, I God, I need you to fill me with your spirit. I need you to work through me. Like I need you to work out your character within me because I can't, like, I don't have the strength. I don't have anything. And if you do that, you will be shocked. Probably the same as me at what often things will come out of my mouth of like encouraging somebody or, just immediately like forgiving somebody in my heart. And I'm like, where is this coming from? So it's the more we draw closer to Christ, the more we're going to reveal his character. And so just, I would encourage you no matter where you are in your journey, whether you are a seasoned Christian or a new one, just surrender, realize who you, you are without Christ and who realize who God is and then just surrendering your life to him like who he wants you realizing that so I will get off of here now and I just pray you guys have a wonderful week I don't remember what next month's topic is at this point It's all written down and everything. So I can't tell you what I'm going to be sharing next week. But I pray you have a wonderful um, rest of April. And I will be praying for you guys. Thank you very much for listening to another episode. I'm really excited about being able to finish this long series that I chose for this year. Which sometimes I wonder why. But I really enjoy it. It's just very hard to like get all this content out on time. So um, I'm really excited to be able to get each one out to you guys. Like I have to pray God, like, please do this through me. Um, But anyway, thank you guys very much for listening and I will see you next time.